welcome to episode 22, why the sunk costs fallacy is costing you your happiness in your relationships. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Relationship Globe podcast and this is the podcast that's focused on building relationships and recovering from relationship fails including the relationship with yourself. I'm your host Tracy Contreras and I am a certified life coach specializing in relationships and breakups. I also have 10 years of providing therapy services and have helped many people improve their overall sense of well-being and mental health. And today, I wanted to go over the concept of the sunk cost fallacy and why this could be costing you your happiness in dating and in relationships. Now, what is the sunk cost fallacy? Or fallacy, I think. I'm not quite sure, but... I'll probably use the terms interchangeably. The sunk cost fallacy. This can be seen as a psychological phenomena that many people have experienced in their lives at one point or another. And it happens more often than we think or would care to admit. But just because it happens doesn't always mean that it is a good thing. When I talk about the sunk cost fallacy, I'm going to try to keep the definition really simple so that you can identify whether this has ever happened to you or whether this might be keeping you in a situation that you no longer want to be in. I will start with a personal example and will then provide the definition as simply as I can after I have provided that example. So a few years ago, a former boyfriend and I were having problems. I had tried to bring up our issues in various different ways. Um, I had tried to have multiple conversations about some of the things I felt like we had to work on or some of the things that I felt were not resolved. And I had asked that these things be resolved or addressed together because things did not seem to be working out the way I was hoping that they would. I was often anxious. I was often frustrated. I felt misunderstood a lot of the time and I felt that he was not trying to do things the way that I wanted him to. (laughs) Here and there, we really had good and fun times, but I had this lingering feeling that maybe he was not the right person for me. Even though this was the case though, I was still invested in trying to salvage the relationship. And I was open to working together because we had, after all, been together for quite a while. It had been a few years. I wanted to make things work so badly because I had already worked so hard to understand him, to connect with him, to make things right. And I just could not fathom ending the relationship because I had already spent so much time in it. And even though we had been having problems Even though I had evidence that we were not compatible in very important ways, I was willing to tough it out because I was not willing to cut my losses and give up what I had put into the relationship. What ended up happening was numerous breakups, a long period where the relationship was not defined in important ways, and a long period of unhappiness until it finally ended. Because of my sunk cost fallacy, I ended up staying in a relationship that should have ended cleanly. 
these are some examples of how sunk cost fallacies might show up in your brain. These are just some thoughts that could reflect that. Seven years down the toilet, but I have spent so much time in this relationship already. But I don't know anybody else. I don't know anything else. That person has been with me all this time. But I've been trying to help them get sober all this time. What if they finally become the partner that I have wanted? These are some examples of thoughts that might come up in someone's brain when they're in a relationship and they have a moment where they consider whether they should end their relationship or not. Do you guys have an idea of what sunk cost fallacies are yet? Here it is. The sunk cost fallacy posits that a person will continue to be involved in a situation with a person or at a place like a job because they feel that they have already invested time, money, or energy into that particular situation, place, or person. They do this because they do not want to cut their losses, so to speak. They feel that if they leave, they will miss out on what they have already put into it. Kind of like when you're in Vegas and you sit down at a slot machine, you keep putting that money in there, you lose quite a bit of money, and you commit to that machine a little bit longer because the hope is that there should be a payout anytime soon because of how much money you've already put into it, because of how much time you've been sitting in front of that slot machine. A person can fall into this trap and instead of deciding to move on, they keep throwing money away after the bad has already occurred. In relationships and in dating, a person may fall into this fallacy when they know that maybe their relationship should end or when they feel that their partner is not a good fit, but they decide to stay in their relationship anyway because of what they have invested already. Some scenarios where this may happen is when a person has been in a relationship for quite a number of months, could be months for some people, or years. A relationship where there has been a lot of conflicts and attempts from one partner to repair the relationship. A relationship where a person may have children with their partner. A relationship where there is shared assets together. A relationship where one person has been helping their partners through addiction or a hard time. Or where they feel that they dedicated lots of energy into making things work. In general, there may be lots of evidence that the relationship may not work or the partner is not a good fit. What sucks about this situation, though, is instead of cutting their losses, the people continue in a relationship where they're largely dissatisfied, right? They're largely dissatisfied and they're wondering why they feel that way. And also, a large part of this has to do with thoughts stemming from a sunk cost fallacy. Thoughts around this phenomena pretty much have to do with loss. And it is human nature to avert and try to avoid feelings of loss. 
People hate to lose. Humans hate to lose. We hate the feeling of losing or missing out on something. We hate to lose and we have major fears about missing out. We don't want to lose things that were once meaningful and special to us. And we certainly don't want to experience FOMO because, heaven forbid, there is a change. What if all of a sudden our partner becomes everything we ever wanted once we decide to cut them loose? It is these types of faulty thoughts that will keep us glued to a situation and will have us beating the dead horse over and over again. So now knowing what a sunk cost fallacy is and how it might affect you in your relationships, what do we do about this? Pay attention to your top three feelings when you think about your relationship. If they are mostly bad, you want to ask yourself why. Pay attention to the thoughts that you have when you are contemplating moving on from a relationship. Are you staying because you really have a good thing going on? Is this relationship still adding to your life? Are you still satisfied and looking forward to the future? Or are you staying because you hate to lose and are afraid of missing out because of what you may have already invested in the relationship? If you're staying because of the sunk cost fallacy, this may be costing you your happiness. Try not to fall victim to this. If you have done everything possible to make it better and it still isn't, think about why you are staying and think about whether you could be costing yourself your happiness. You can have a good life. You can have a good relationship. And you can find love again. But you just have to have the courage to see what is happening right in front of you. To see that you could be suffering from sunk cost fallacy thoughts. And to see what you are willing to do next to overcome those thoughts. Awareness is very, very important when it comes to identifying thoughts or beliefs that are hurting us. But once there is an awareness, then comes the moment for you to decide to interrupt those patterns. When you decide to interrupt those patterns, it doesn't have to be a complicated, fancy, sophisticated system to interrupt the pattern. It just starts with a small decision, a small action where you ask yourself, How can I take things forward in the direction that I want knowing that I have been suffering from this sunk cost fallacy? If I know the sunk cost fallacy has been providing me with thoughts of what if I miss out? What if this person suddenly changes? But I spent so much energy into this relationship already You want to see what is happening there and how it could be costing you. And if it is truly indeed costing you, you want to start reshifting your focus to what do I really want for my life? What do I want for myself? What do I want for my relationships? And how can I begin to work towards that? 
And it really is about small, tiny steps. Once you're aware of what's happening, the second part is deciding that you want things to be different. And the third part is to create small, healthy habits to interrupt those patterns. And these small, healthy habits and actions do the total opposite of just falling into the sunk cost fallacy and the behaviors that come with it. It's about, it's about doing the opposite of what you've been doing. It's about trying something new and seeing what could happen if I suddenly believe or work on my belief, because sometimes people don't have that belief yet, but what could happen if I started practicing or if I was open to the belief that there was more life ahead of me, that I could have more love and more fun out there, even if I decide to leave this relationship. What could happen if you started advocating for your own needs in service of you? How can you start taking more action in service of your happiness, in service of your overall well-being? These are the types of questions that you have to start asking yourself instead of focusing on what if I miss out on things? What if my partner all, my partner all of a sudden gets better? Because truly, if you have these nagging feelings and all of this evidence that things might not change, we have to know when to cut our losses and we have to make space for the possibility that there could be a life out there that is better than what we're in. You just have to have the courage to see what is happening and to see what could be next. Often what is next is much better than staying in a situation where you are unhappy. So do what you got to do. You can do it. Make decisions and do acts of service for yourself. You can do it. Thanks for listening. If you still need help with your breakup, my coaching focuses on three simple steps to getting over your breakup. And they are deciding and committing to get over your breakup. Two, reducing desire and attachment to your ex. And three, creating and living, and living your magnificent life. If you need help with stopping dating mistakes, I can help you too. My process focuses on identifying your dating patterns and beliefs, learning how to interrupt these patterns, creating dating strategies that are healthy and toxic-free, and learning how to be confident in yourself and in knowing what you want. If you're looking for this type of help, I'd love to help you. Set up a one-on-one consult to see how coaching can help you. My focus and goal is to help women get over their breakups and stop making toxic dating and relationship mistakes. If you enjoyed this episode or found this episode helpful, please share it and review it on all of the platforms where you can leave reviews. If you really enjoyed it, put in a few good words, put the word out, share these episodes, get these episodes into more people's ears and awareness. If you would like to learn more about me in life coaching or would like to book a one-on-one consult about coaching services, visit my page at www.tracycontreras.com 
www.tracycon, as in Nancy, T-R-E-R-A-S, as in Sam. You can also follow me on Instagram at Tracy Contreras Coach for more inspirational tips on life and how to get more out of your relationships. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.